What is up, everybody? We're back for another episode. It's been a long time, but it's the off season for uh, for some of us. Uh, some people have been in the off season like myself for years and years now, and hockey's been over for a long, long time. But you know, for all those that are still kicking around, we appreciate you. Welcome back to another episode of Between Two Posts, B2P. It's Everett alongside Evan Moyes, Evan Painter, Kyle Conan, and the newly added Canadian tuxedo wearing, beard having, looks like Yukon Cornelius looking, Connor Reichman. Um, Connor, how are you? I'm great. As uh, you stated, we are in the offseason still. Indefinitely, as one might say, but uh, we're doing well. Well, you still skate. You still buzz around a little bit. There's no shot that you could go like e-bug the, the, the Leafs, is there? Uh, no. There's oh, okay. no hope in hell that I will e-bug the Leafs, but uh, yeah, I still skate every now and then when I can. What about, could you could you do a birth certificate right up and go, you know, find a way on the Knights roster in London? Oh, do a little uh, Russian black market, probably. I mean, they're always yeah. they're always out there. I mean, they, they get away with it all the time. Yeah, I get, uh, I get a razor blade and I shave. I probably look like I'm 12 again, so. Yeah, shave your head, shave your beard. You're good to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I can do it probably. It's an option. It's on the table. Well, that's good to hear. Connor, we're excited to have you. Do you have any expectations uh, right off the jump that uh, you're going to bring and, uh, you know, bring to the podcast? What do you think? Uh, first off, honored to be here. Absolute pleasure. I mean, uh, you guys have done phenomenal work with uh, the episodes you've done, so I'm honored to be here. You don't expectations. Have to kiss like I that. am going to be an absolute menace to this show. I'm going to bring a perspective that is just unheard of. Bring the Canadian maple syrup. It's happening. We're having a good time. Oh yeah, you are a first Canadian, so uh, okay. <laughs> Throw that in there. We appreciate As it. He takes um, a sip of Thames. Yeah, yeah. How gotta to let him know. Um. Well, we're glad to have you on. We're excited to see what this brings and uh, uh, another season worth of episodes, and we'll see how long we can get this run going for. Cool. Uh, Moise, what's good in uh, in your neck of the woods? Another day. Another day, another dollar. Just uh, opening a moving company. <laughs> <laughs> how so? That's a story for another day, boys. <laughs> still um, touchy, still touchy. Yeah. It's a little little sore there. Hey, uh, are you eating McDonald's? No, absolutely not. I'm eating Chipotle. Oh, I saw the bag and I was like, there's no way Evan Moises is having fast food. I was trying to be That's polite and not eat it, but now you guys, now you know I got it, so I might as well just eat it. No, get into your meal, man. Get into your meal. You have hey, that. Hey, hold up here. Is Chipper fast food? It is. Is that considered no, to be I'd fast food so. territory? Yeah. yeah. No. It's owned by McDonald's. Is it? I'd say Chipper's fast food. Chipper's money. I don't really care if you count it as fast food, to be honest with you. It's healthier fast food. Well, no no one said it was bad, but it's, it's fast food. Chipper makes my world go around. Uh, quick. Do uh, these fast casual chains like Chipotle, Sweet Green Panera are one step above McDonald's Dunkin', but a bit more casual than OG or B-dubs? Chipotle fits above. squarely in the fast casual category. But what you can order there is probably better than like the pink paste that they squish out onto the the grill at See, McDonald's. That's the thing with you know Chipotle, I mean? and maybe that maybe it's just like really good marketing and a complete lie. But I feel like there's actually like some sort of lineage to Chipotle's food. Like you can look at it and say like, oh, this actually came from there. Or, oh, this actually came from here or whatever. 
like McDonald's and fucking <laughs> McDonald's and Taco <laughs> Bell. No chiz. Wait a second. There's <laughs> you're telling me that every single ingredient in that restaurant you can track where it was and like how it came to chipper. Is that what you're telling me right now? I think so. Do you not I'm remember sure. a few years ago there was a whole big deal where like everyone who had like the pork at Chipotle were, were like in the hospital. Uh, correct. Yeah, because it was from a fucking real pork farm and they actually had sickness there. <laughs> Wait, so this makes Chipper a step above McDonald's? Confirmed. Okay. McDonald's, dude, have you ever seen Oh. Chipotle, oh, well, this is, I mean, from from them, so it's got to be true, right? Chipotle <laughs> has long been a pioneer in serving better quality ingredients. This includes the use, of, use of local and organically grown produce when available and practical. Oh, I love I love that line. Yeah, I'm sure and then, McDonald's has the same thing. Though. Well, that's what, dude, this is why their fucking shit had, uh, had got sick. Uh Meats from animals raised without hormones or non-therapeutic antibiotics. So essentially, yeah. and and McDonald's it off. A, they don't get the emergency every day, you know. McDonald's has a hundred percent organic and a hundred percent fresh beef, cooked right when you order. So, guys, I hate to be that guy, but have we ever heard ill practice in Tim Hortons? Just saying. No, no. but they're no. no offense. Their food's weak. Uh, I've never had lunch there, but when you get breakfast, the egg's kind of weird, and those hash browns, they're just not greasy enough, and they're just dry <laughs> shit. So yeah, look, it ain't Mickey's, it ain't Mickey D's. Like we're yeah. we're stepping the healthier direction, maybe not taste section, but. And I'm not gonna lie, Tim Hortons donuts are ass. Yeah, they're brutal. You better take that back, Tim Hortons donuts. <laughs> I'd rather I'd take rather that eat back cow right shit. now. Timbits are the best <laughs> things God I, has ever put on this green earth. That's I'd rather eat cow shit from the farms that we trace back for the Chipotle meat than have to eat Tim's donuts because they're so bad and so frozen and fake. So, Ev, are you telling me that you have not taken a ten box of Timbits? The, 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 so donuts and Timbits oh. are two different products. It's the same donut, my guy. No, 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 no. Eating a donut and it's all like empty inside and gross. Versus having a little Timbit that's okay. Like, are we talking? Are we talking Dunkin' Donuts Krispy Kreme versus Tim Hortons? Like, like how are we doing this? Like, where's no, the I'm, ta- I'm talking the local shop that I get uh, outside of work, where I get my stuff from. Versus, like Tim's and Dunkin' are ass in donut uh, category. Krispy Kremes I can do, but but yeah, uh, not a fan. Well, of is it because your local shop is using a little bit of that pixie dust that Brooks Capco was using the other night, or what? Um, I can't say neither here nor there, but I okay, can't, can't confirm you know. more than I. It's yeah. in Oxford, Michigan, so a good the fifth. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we'll leave it at that. It's stronger than that pixie. Um, <laughs> I do want to say though, the only times I've ever been truly bedside, almost dying sick, or when I get sour cream from Chipotle, um, I've learned that that's bad. And it, the two times I've had it, I had this like pain in my body, in my internal organs that everything clenched up so bad I thought I was going to die. So uh, anytime I eat McDonald's or White Castle or Burger King, I can house that. But Chipotle's made me like almost, uh, I borderline wanted to you know kill myself because I was in excruciating pain. But anyways, Kyle, how are you? 
Oh, thanks. Thanks. Doing well. Um, enjoying the sunshine, sandy beaches, just, just living the life. Pumped to, to see you boys again. A lot of, lot of faces on here now, you know, flashback two years ago, it was just me and Ev. So lots of company now. We, uh, we've reached new heights. Oh yeah. New heights. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How, how are the boys doing? Buzzing. Hey, oh, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Here in we're sunny good. 61 LA, we're buzzing. Boys are back. Yeah, yeah Painter, what are you up here. to? I'm, I'm visiting my brother in LA, and I come out here. I'm like, sweet, sunny beaches. Me and my brother are going to go rollerblading. It's going to be like 82. I come here. It's gloomy, 62, windy, and it sucks. Yeah, like, California sucks. There's no sun. I would have, it's 82 with barely any humidity back home. I would have just stayed home. It's like I leave for a week and Nebraska decides to come, become this great, great weather place for the like 10 days I'm gone. The great weather pra- place that is Omaha, Nebraska. I think the that's Oma what Dome. they're known for. The great we weather. Come place. to London, Ontario, my guy. You'll get a rude awakening. <laughs> where would you where i mean obviously obviously I'm, i'll take the number one seed here but where would you kind of draft your your guys's uh locations is like in in the b2p order all due respect i would rather die than live in florida okay what's that i would literally rather die than live in florida full time I could take Florida for like a day or two, I think, but then I think I'd want to die. Moiser, two days? That's it? Yeah. God, that Midwestern lifestyle has really just latched onto you, huh? Big time. Yeah. <laughs> um I'd I'd rank I'd rank Omaha second or last. Humidity no, is no no awful. chance. No chance, brother. London, Ontario, I'm telling you, take a visit. You're going to get two seconds down the EOA, and it's going to be just a frightening sight. <laughs> well, it's like I drove to Everett's uh, engagement thing the other day, and I thought my truck was about to rattle into 15 pieces driving up fucking 75. So <laughs> That's just how we do it. That's the Motor City, baby. Um, <clears throat> I think if I had to rank states... Uh... I think I uh, I hate going to London. I'm not gonna lie. The only thing Canada has is poutine, and I can get that in Windsor, which is much closer. Omaha, Nebraska, never want to be there. Uh, I, I'm sure it's great. Isaiah Seville loves it, but uh, man, like that's that's legit bumblefuck Midwest. Like you guys probably think ketchup is spicy out there, right? So no, I know no. It, it, that's a true fact in Minnesota. So I I think <sighs> Omaha, Nebraska rounds out my list. Uh, wow <clears throat> sorry second um, zoo in the nation though you got a great zoo <laughs> sick <laughs> I, I can only go to the zoo so many times painter um and then i'll throw i'll throw london at uh fourth fourth on my list it's awfully generous not not a fan of going there hey we don't we we don't have a uh a captive zoo but i'm telling you you walk the streets and it's a zoo in itself how how different is is london and like toronto Oh, whoa, whoa, like massively. massive. Okay, yeah, like that's a whole other planet. 
Okay. The the thing is about like Toronto. Toronto's a major city, so you have all those different sectors. London is a city in itself, but it's yeah. It's I was just it's I, I've been to Toronto and I loved it, and now yeah, like the way he's talking about, I'm like I I thought Ontario was nice, but I guess I haven't been out to to those parts. There, so. There's a reason why if you look up London, Ontario as the most habitable city in London or in Canada, sorry, it's near the bottom. <laughs> Where's Sarnia on that list? Oh, it's got to be lower than London. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely near the bottom. Like it's, you're talking about two cities that are just the absolute armpit. I think what's comparable, Kyle, is kind of like a major, not a major city, but a bigger city that's kind of like an AHL town, like that's tougher, kind of like springy or something like that. It's a lot along those lines. Like you have a major university there, which is Western. It's just Western University, right? Well, there's Western and Fanshawe. But Western's a top college in yeah. Canada, right? So yeah. Western's like a major nice school. Oh, I heard, like, I heard Western's sick, though. It's like a sick yeah. school. Yeah. Played my buddy went there. scrimmage my uh, sophomore year, I think. Did you get minutes in that one? I did. We Hell lost yeah. to Ryerson. We lost to Ryerson my freshman year. <laughs> tough. That was um, tough. <clears throat> but, uh, but London's a lot like that. But there's a lot of tough parts of London, like... Uh, kind of like Flint, Saginaw-ish, where it's like you get tough t- parts of town, and there's. I would I would say it's like a. It is vast majority tough runnings in London than it is good parts for sure. <laughs> where are you from, Connor? What's home? Uh, menacing Ontario. Sick. I know where if, that's at. If anyone's familiar with Wasega Beach or like Muskoka area, <laughs> Wasega Ooh, Beach. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that neck of the woods. You ever get an underwater squeezer in Wasaga? <laughs> it depends on who you ask. <laughs> He's taking the aqua dump. He's Jared Kiso. Um, I am Aquaman. And then I think uh, Florida run, runs in at three. Cleveland a solid two, and Michigan's at number one for me. Just so we're clear. Wow. All right. I I, I thought everyone was on board with with my take. But hey, just... are we gonna tie in the UP in Michigan? Because I feel like that's another. No, planet itself. That, that, <laughs> like detach, just absolute detach the UP. The UP should be Canada or Wisconsin. It shouldn't be Michigan owned. Like you guys could have her. Yeah, we UP don't want isn't her. real. But uh, but yeah, there'd be a lot of people that fought for the UP uh, in the 1800s that would probably have something to say about that. But uh, with their muskets and stuff, I wouldn't be too scared. You know what I mean? Correct. So. <clears throat> Anyways, in the offseason, uh, hockey's over. Stanley Cup playoffs are still going. I'm trying to get a time check here. We got 10 minutes. Um, you guys uh, obviously have watched a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, any hot takes on the Cup playoffs? Obviously, Bobrovsky coming into his own finally after X amount of years in Florida, signing a 10 mil deal. Um, he's finally getting hot. Anything else you guys picked up on? I still like the way um, Ottinger just- played. I wasn't opposed to that so i'm glad we didn't do a show like at the start of the playoffs because oh you'd have been crying every single one of my takes was completely wrong so i mean (laughs) i'm directly on board with that comment i think i had like a bruins versus avalanche stanley cup final so you know (laughs) sick big I picked against I picked against Florida every single series because I was I just kept betting. And I'm like, there's no way they beat Toronto. They did, and then I'm like, all right, like 
It's over now. Carolina's going to beat them, and then they swept them. So I, I think I'm taking them now, though. I th- like, like, there's no way. I'm <laughs> okay, on. welcome to the show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and three. Let me take a fourth swing here. I'm. Uh, yeah, like they, you know, they proved me wrong. I'm gonna hop on the bandwagon. Like, clearly, a hot goalie wins wins you a cup. So, yeah. I don't know. Could anyone have ever predicted that Vegas goes through this many goalies in a playoff run? They're not like, done yet. I'm is, telling you, Johnny Johnny Quick is showing up. It's, it's quick time. Going to get a vintage performance from him. I the hope thing, it happens. The thing is, I heard somebody talking about this when I was coaching the other day. Uh, Aiden Hill has gone. I forgot what they said, and I didn't look it up, obviously, because I'm great at this. Uh, Aiden Hill has gone. <clears throat> he only played X amount of games before getting hurt in the regular season. And he's upwards of like 10 plus right now, consecutive games. So we're just knocking on that door for an injury. And uh, then Quickie would step in and, and be the guy who they'd put in at number two, probably Patera. But I think, uh, I mean, Vegas has got to be sitting fucking comfortable thinking they have a guy who's been there, done it several times or, you know, twice on the bench, ready to yeah. go. And I'm convinced. I'm convinced that was the game plan all along from Vegas, just to like wait him out and just put him in for the final, just for him to put on an absolute clinic. Let him be rested and cold as shit. <laughs> yeah, like the guy has to be limber at this point. The guy's an elastic band. He's been just like bred yeah. for this. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, I think Vegas, their team's just so strong that like, like clearly Bobrovsky has been tested. Like there's no, you can't question it. Like the guy's seen... There was that one Carolina game. He saw like 80 shots or something. So like, there's no doubt he's on his game. Hill, he's had good performances, but how much of it is like Vegas keeping shots out of the danger areas? And so, I don't know. It's going to be interesting if Florida can like actually test them. But they had a stat that Hill is like against the rush and odd man rushes right now. He's like got a 970 against the rush unlike odd man rushes and that's what's kind of interesting is that they're still kind of letting those chances happen and he's still kind of there yeah now great question from the host i feel (laughs) brilliant asking this what do you guys think of aiden hill's style do you guys like watching it because painter you do bring up like a, a, a terrific stat odd man's and on the rush like those are key scoring chances, right? Obviously, odd man's like guys got to pretty much bury those. But to have a nine seventy against that is like that's pretty fucking impressive. You're almost perfect. Um, but I fucking hate the way he plays, dude. He looks he looks like a beer league goalie. Like, well, it's it's just that simple. I'm big. I'm not gonna do yeah. too much. I'm not gonna move too much, and I'm just gonna try and take up space, right? Like I love every time the Panthers have been playing lately. I've just been turning the game on because. Like Bob's, like he's so much fun to watch. Yeah, he's he's incredible. Like his movements just incredible, and his reflexes, flexibility. Like he's just a fun goalie to watch. Yeah, and Hill's like the exact opposite. So, but now obviously both of them are getting it done. Who do you take if you're taking a cup team? Right. Like if you had to pick a, I guess winner of this series, better goalie. Who do you think is going to come out? Better goal. That's not even a question. Uh, yeah, like that. That's bonkers. The best like, winner. Bobby's stats have been just yeah. unbelievable. 
Like the guy yeah. had 80 shots one game, and he's just an absolute stud. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, the the Carolina series in particular, like Carolina outplays you four games in a row. Yeah, and, and you sweep them. So like that's where I'm like, it's tough. It's it's going to be tough for whoever the goalie is on the other end of Bobrovsky because like you might only see 20 shots that game, but if you don't stop all 20, like you're going to lose. That's that's it's insane. Or 19 I mean, on a 20. My like. question, my thought is like, when does the wheels fall off the bus here? Or like, do they? After like, he wins Florida, the cup. For, after he for wins Bob the cup and for Hill. Yeah. Like, when is it? When does it happen? I could honestly see this like last run being it for both of them. Like, neither of them strike me as a guy who's gonna like for sure. For sure, Hill. Like he 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 reminds me of like that Niemi run from uh, Chicago, where like he took him to the cup and then like after that just like really struggled to find his place in the league and. Bobrovsky, I mean, it's tough because, like, I get, I guess, I could see him doing it again at some point, but his cap hit is just like for and, and the other three years in Florida, he didn't really do anything. Like this is the this is the first time he's done anything since that deal. Um, with that being said, you guys obviously probably saw the statistic of him losing like plus twenty pounds worth of sweat every game. And he had wow. that sick Vaughn double cup SLR on. Yeah, we all saw that. But anyways, um, what do hey, you I guys? Want, I want to know who like made like if that stat is real. Twenty pounds. Yeah, dude, that yeah, is. I heard a, he's a freak. Dude, that like is a, a ton freak. of weight. In what way though, Moyes? Like athlete or just weird body specimen or what? Just well, just like Caruso said in Columbus, they like and obviously. Well, Dave would probably know because Dave knew a lot of those guys down there and everything like that. But I remember him telling me like there'd be days where they wouldn't even let him go on the ice. They just make him ride the bike because it was so hard to get him to like dial back, like because he just works his fucking bag off. And they just throw him on the bike, and he'd go on the bike, and he would just demolish himself. Like he would just grind as hard as he possibly could. Which, I mean, I don't know how much truth there was to it, but I mean, you believe it. You see the guy; he's a twig. Like he's obviously like losing a lot of weight often and uh 20 pounds in one game i believe it It sounds crazy but i heard like the vasilevsky number is 10 to 15 so but also definitely bigger than him that's the crazy part is like i can i can picture vasi losing 10 pounds in a game like that doesn't seem that crazy but bob significantly he's probably already starting off what 20 pounds less than vasi I'll look that up. He's, he's not. Dude. He's not as big. Well, he's not Bob small, is six two one eighty two. I mean, I'm a twig, and Bob Bob's lighter than I am. Vasilevsky is. Let's see. He's six four two twenty. Yeah. So four. He has forty pounds on him. Holy shit, dude! So if Vasi loses. 10 pounds, that's really not much. If you're, you know, he's 220, lose 10 pounds. But Bob, he's 180, losing 20. Like, that's, that's insane. That's what, like, look, I can, I can get on board with, with 10 pounds, but like 20 pounds, like, that is a ton. You know how much water, water that is? Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, that is absurd. I'd be glued to my locker. After the after a game like that, I would just sit there for like two hours, just like I'm 
I'm done. What did you guys think of of Carolina going to Ronta for game two after all those OTs? Was it I a much needed break? That. Well, it was. It was like a five over, or basically a five overtime game, and uh, clearly not Freddie's fault that they lost. But like, I think the idea was to just go to the the fresher goalie. But then obviously they end up losing again. Now you're down two. So I don't, didn't know if you guys had any takes on that. I was surprised Florida didn't do it too. I think I, I think Everett and I were literally talking about that, and I think I I think I said I for, I forgot if I was talking to you or who I was talking. Maybe it was Meech, but I literally said like I was like I wouldn't be surprised to see them both go with their backups. Yeah, I think that was my surprise was that Florida didn't do the same. Yeah. I mean, obviously, at this point, it doesn't matter. Like, they're getting rust anyway, but still, hindsight. What about, uh, what about what's-his-name's comments? Uh, Rod the Bod. The, we didn't get swept. We didn't get swept? I, know I agree with like them, it. dude. I know, I know what, dude, what they, you see, but we didn't get swept. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw a funny thing like that meme where it's like the – the guy next to the girl at some game and he's like trying you know like oh yeah it's the it's the big meat head and he's like i swear yeah i swear i caught a fish this yeah. big. yeah and it was like and it was like no babe like we didn't get swept <laughs> <laughs> but it was like but but the thing is like i kind of agree with them like dude you, they brought everything they had they didn't play bad they they can like i mean they put up shots they got power plays they I don't know what more you can do. You just hit a, the hottest goalie that we've seen since Jonathan Quick in 2012. So, like, I mean, you're losing, you're losing games one nothing in overtimes and five OTs. Like, sucks, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. <clears throat> I forgot. I I did have this uh, a sad, soft story to tell. Softest take or softest move I've ever had in a long time. Uh, when Quickie. I think I, I might have told you guys this, or maybe I didn't. But when Quickie signed with L or uh, Vegas or got traded, whatever, when Quickie went to Vegas, I took an early bet, a future on Vegas winning conference finals, Vegas winning Stanley Cup, <clears throat> just on the like the, you know, fucking gusto of like, holy shit, you know, he's gonna go on a rip and go on a run and whatever. And uh, they were going, they were going, and in the series before Dallas, I think it was Edmonton. But the series before Dallas, they were up like two to one in the series and my five turned into 15 and I saw another bet. I forgot what it was. Obviously, I lost on it. And I said, well, if I just cash out now, there's no way Vegas really makes this deep of a push. And uh, I can just throw this on this other one, quick flip my 15 into 30 and then we move on. My five dollars that I put down for that would have won 75 if I would have just not been a fucking idiot. But uh Oh, you know, you okay. You put down five dollars, though. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have any money to put anything oh. down. But five and a seventy-five is a nice plus fourteen hundred or whatever it was. But yeah. it was stupid that I did that. So, but yeah, it's not money any anything we're talking about. So, <clears throat> um, we're waiting on a few moments here. He's gonna hop on. He's just firing up the computer. You guys got anything else you want to get off? Takes. Hey, we got What'd you say, Painter? Jamie Ben should have stayed scratch. Freddie Olofsson yeah. was, he was a spark for that team, even if he was a lower fourth line player. That fourth line for Dallas gritted that game out to get them to game six. And they, 
I get he's a fourth line guy and you're scratching him for your captain, but the captain did nothing but just give easy takeaways like, oh, here, let's go on a three on three on two rush. Goal. Like, yeah. Hey, are you gonna walk up bad. to paint or are you gonna walk up to uh, Jamie Ben and tell him no or? <laughs> I'm not a Jamie Ben fan. Just not. Yeah. Like, but, but are you gonna be? I'm, a of, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of getting my teeth caved in either. Yeah. Oh, well. Painter at all of 110 pounds. Hey, Benner, you're not going tonight, buddy. Get in the box. Get your suit on. That guy. That I guy's mean, gonna fold you like a pretzel. Be thrown like jazz in a Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Cheap lawn um, chair after he's done with you. Connor, what did you say? Hey, we got two Vongolies going into the final. We love to see it, baby. <laughs> Fucking buzzing. Um, we're hoping the wheels fall off the bus so we get a Vaughn dynamic duo out there. Somehow. I, somehow. No, dude, if we got a quickie with, with Seville. Oh, that'd be gross. <laughs> I'll show up to the game Ooh. with a Seville jersey on and <laughs> be hanging on the glass. Um, Alrighty, everybody, stick around. We got an incredible interview coming up uh, with our special guest, Yannick Pretz. But uh, what do I usually say? You got to subscribe, follow um like the podcast leave a comment do all that kind of stuff and uh we'll see you next week uh kicking off the next season i don't know if we're going to call it a season but our next whack of episodes it's going to be the kid from dolarites or may quebec or as they call it ddo he is the ncaa champion from this year he's been a hobie baker finalist richter finalist and twice all-american it's yanev Peretz. yanev how are you I'm very good. Thank you very much. How are you guys? Oh, not bad. Not bad. How was my uh? How my how was my pronunci- pronunciation there? Oh, that that was perfect. That was awesome. Yeah, I sound like I'm from uh, Quebec, right? Yeah, sound just like a native Quebec for <laughs> sure. Um. Well, thanks for joining us, man. Congrats on the year. Uh, incredible feat. Obviously, uh, very incredible college career coming out of Quinnipiac and bringing a title home to a team that uh, that you know. They were there twice in the past. Obviously, it didn't come up and happen for them. But uh, what you guys were able to pull off and watching that game was a lot of fun, that OT thriller. Um, but I wanted to really kind of like this is how we always start every episode. I wanted to get to know you a little bit better. And we just got some quick questions for you. Uh, so, Yanev, when you're going for burritos or burrito bowls or tacos, Chipotle or Qdoba? Uh, ch- Chipotle, yeah. Okay. Um are you into the iced coffee or do you prefer it hot? I actually don't drink coffee, so neither. No coffee. What do you do? What do you drink to get going? You get into like green tea or anything like that? We're going to take a real quick break from the show to talk about one of our presenting uh, sponsors here, and that is Easy Crease. Take your goaltending development to the next level by giving your goalies a crease every drill, as they should have. I'm sure you remember when you were a kid and you're doing half ice stuff and you have no idea where you're at. You're lost, no man's land. Wrong turn at Albuquerque, you know, stuff like that. Easy crease quickly and easily gives goalies a crease anywhere on the ice. It works great for small area games, goalie clinics, or just anytime your goalie doesn't have a crease. Be sure to order now at www.easycrease.com, spelled exactly how it sounds, or check them out on Amazon. Back to the show. No, just pure water and maybe some electro- electrolytes. Try to okay. stay off that kind of stuff. Okay. The body is a temple. You're right. <laughs> um, 
protein do you get in a protein bars or shakes uh i'll do both i want a snack i'll just take a, I'll take a protein bar sometimes like after a workout you have a shake so i'm kind of like not into one or the other you know kind of whatever there is whatever works okay whatever it takes to get it done um kicking it back to the electrolytes liquid iv a pedialyte or bio steel what do you like uh probably like a bio steel type of thing yeah yeah that's probably just what's in the room eh yeah, well, we have actually uh, you can electrolytes in the room. Okay. And then I use some of the uh, the LMNT. Uh, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> so, salty. Yeah, super salty. So I, I just play around with it, like to just do different kind of things. Okay, cool, man. Um, what do you get into, music or podcasts, when you're on the road or traveling? Uh, usually just music. I like to do some phone calls too. Uh, kill the time. Yeah, you like chatting with the boys? <laughs> well, no, it's good, you know, especially, let's say, when I drive from school uh, back home, you know, six-hour drive, just like music and then some phone calls, a little mix of both. Good deal. What are you getting into right now, music-wise? Like, what do you like to listen to, rap, techno, country? I listen to everything, honestly. If it sounds good, it sounds good. I'm not like one, you know what I mean? Like, uh, if it sounds good, it sounds good. What about classical? You get into anything like that? Beethoven, Bach. Uh, no, no, not really though. See, again. then we can't say everything, right? <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, it's true. All right, fine. Maybe not everything, but maybe not like that. But <laughs> I guess the majority of things, I guess. For sure. Um, do you have like a pretty intense pregame stretching and everything like that? Uh, no, it's not too intense. I like to think it's pretty, I obviously have like my routines and stuff, but it's not like, oh my God, if I don't do it, like I'm not going to play well type of thing where it's just kind of like, you know, if you do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't like, you know what I mean? Just like, uh, like to have my routine, but I guess if something gets in the way and throws it off, doesn't really bother me. It's not like it's a make or break type of thing. Okay. What about, uh, movies or TV shows? What do you like to watch when you guys are busting? Oh, on the bus, the guys definitely always have movies on. Okay. I usually go with both. I don't really know, but like personally, I honestly don't. I, have, I don't even watch that much TV or movies like that that often. So You're just so yeah. deep into the books, right? Studying. <laughs> I don't know. It, it really depends what I have going on. You know, if I have time for it, like, yeah, I love it. I love watching like, like right now I'm watching like the Tom Brady uh, Man in the Arena. Oh, that's got to be pretty good. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I was just like, hey, like, let's just start this. So whenever I got some time, I just like continue chipping at that. But yeah. Kyle, have you watched that yet? I haven't seen it yet, but uh I've heard I've heard good reviews. Kyle was a big Buccaneers fan when they got Brady, and now that Brady's done, I don't uh, think the Buccaneers yeah. exist in Tampa Bay. They don't. <laughs> Everyone sold off their season tickets, so it's <laughs> yeah, Baker Baker. <laughs> uh that's tough. Um What's one of your fave dishes or foods or delicacies, whatever you can only get back home in Quebec? I I don't know. Wherever I go, I always kind of eat the same thing. I know everyone talks about in Quebec, like the poutine and stuff. I feel that's what it's like known for that kind of stuff, but I'm not big into that. I don't really like it that much. So it's not like, I guess I eat the same in Quebec than I do at school type of thing. The same kind of stuff. So you're saying you like deep fried French fries, gravy and cheese isn't like the fuel for an athlete? 
uh i mean maybe for some but like it's not i don't know it's not it's not really for, i don't know does it doesn't really get the job done for me i don't like it that much big yeah. maple syrup guy uh like not not crazy no. Like, no not really um you're sounding a little bit more american than you are canadian but we're not gonna we're not gonna bat an eye at that <laughs> <laughs> um you got any secret talents there Yadav? no no i don't think so nothing can you juggle no i actually can't juggle oh, no altman was actually wanting to teach me a little bit but yeah uh no i i do tons of ball work but i actually uh do not know how to juggle yet that's okay uh, at least uh carolina that wasn't on there you know one of the <laughs> things that they're interviewing on can you juggle seems to be yeah. every goalie's pre pre-game warm-up obviously it's uh a difference maker for some guys um my last question on my this or that is uh what's the worst bumper sticker here the stick family that somebody put out with like mom dad sister brother or is it the opposite where someone is like a dinosaur's eating the stick family which bumper sticker is worse i mean i don't know i, I think the dinosaur has got to be kind of funny with it so uh i think i would take that one i think that's kind of funny the dinosaur I like it. Yeah, I think the uh, my big thing was I saw one of those today and I saw the stick family. I thought both of them are kind of cringy that uh, I think the person with the dinosaur thinks they're sweet, but the person with the family, like the Mickey Mouse family, I don't know. I just never had a fan of. Um, I did want to give you a shout out in terms of the studying stuff. You uh, You won the academic award for the team with the highest GPA. So not only are the stats and like the save percentage is great, but the the GPA is great too. But I wanted to ask you because it doesn't say on your bio anywhere. Anywhere, what's your uh, what's your major? Oh, uh, so I was like undeclared business for a little bit, and then I kind of switched to like sports management uh, as of now. So yeah, either I'll continue that, or uh, I could also switch to business administration. I'm not really sure. Uh, which ones I'll do yet. I'll kind of figure it out here soon. So you're not in like, I was just making sure that you weren't in a major like forestry or special communications or something like that. A little cakewalker. No, no. I just like kind of business stuff, I guess. That's good, dude. That's awesome. Um, Something else I had to ask about was, uh, do you have like a, a specific place you get your hair cut? near Quinnipiac yeah there's just one salon I kind of go to it's the only one I kind of a couple of guys go there so I just kind of kept going there I was creeping obviously I was trying to get some info through your Instagram and I checked the tags and <laughs> I was like who is this random group of just like women that are with you because they have didn't they have the championship picture with them uh yeah, yeah i think they're holding i'm like is he like endorsed like is that what was that one of your deals is you got sponsored by the local salon or something <laughs> that's so funny actually uh no so a bunch of us just go there and and uh one of my roommates i think just brought uh like one of those pictures for them just to say thanks for you know cutting the guy's hairs and stuff like that and then uh that was pretty much it just kind of went there for my last haircut and took a group picture and that was that. Yeah, so they know all about getting the flow right then, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I guess they do a pretty good job or yeah. Oh, that's perfect.
Um, who's got the mini sticker in a note here? Oh, I, I I had that from an inside source. I was told that growing up, you had a like a full like board set up and just a legit mini stick rink going on in your basement. Uh, I I mean we we do kind of have like a little bit of the boards up. Uh, mini sticks like we would kind of like you could play like really like a nice like two on two type of thing like that. Uh, in tight. But like in terms of mini stick, uh, probably not mini sticks, but like just like normal hockey, yeah. Okay, I heard I heard you were a goal scorer. I heard you didn't you never wanted to play net if it wasn't like a real game. You were just out to to snipe. That's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I I mean like if you're playing with like your buddies and like a scrimmage or stuff like that or like in tight stuff like like for like ball hockey and stuff like that like. Unless I'm doing goalie training, like if it's just for fun, we're playing a game like that. I'll go play it all the time. Like even for three on three, if I play with my buddies, like it's not like a competitive thing. I'll just go play. I just like going play. It's a lot of fun too. Are you now? Are you the type of goalie that when you score goals, you sell it hard? Like you're grabbing ice and jumping into the glass? Yeah, usually. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Like it depends, like how the goal goes in. I mean, if it's like for fun, like you know, trying to make your boys laugh and stuff like that. Like usually, I'll I'll do that. I don't know. I I just think it's kind of funny, you know. I just gotta enjoy it, right? So, well, you don't get many other uh, opportunities to otherwise like scoring goals and stuff like that. I mean, unless you win a national championship in Tampa, I think you can sell it pretty hard. But like scoring goals and getting a selly and you know, shiny hockey is pretty sweet, eh? No, it's definitely pretty special. You know, it's definitely a good, good feeling scoring a goal. I, yeah, I speaking of which, like, Tampa, that had to be a sick place to go out and Sally after, right? You guys go out to any of the any of the bars or anything? Yeah, we went to uh, American Social. There, uh, we had that rented out for for uh, everyone. I guess for all our team, family, like fans. I think everyone came out. It was it was actually a lot of fun. Obviously, it was a good time. Town yeah, of Bay, honestly, yeah. great, great city, and they like ran such an amazing event there, and like all the boys loved it. And obviously, you love it so much more when you win too. So yeah, for sure. Um, isn't was American Social Kyle where Tampa did their party too when they came back or something like that? Um, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of stuff. It's it's a popping place. It's right across from the arena. It's, it's a yeah. good spot. But um, yeah, I mean. Uh, like like Yanni said, some once you have those memories there, like it's a sick city. So yeah, the boys the boys didn't think Tampa was a good spot, so I figured throw a little salt in the wound. But, oh no! Yeah. Oh really? Oh no! Like the the boys on the boys all love Tampa. They all yeah. Like, no, the the other hosts of this podcast would rather they they rank yeah. Ohio and Michigan and stuff and. Yanni, have you yeah, ever been to it, so. to Cleveland, Ohio? It's beautiful. <laughs> no, no, I've never been. Wouldn't you rather have won the Frozen Four in Nebraska? That would have been way cooler. <laughs> I, I mean, I honestly don't know. I mean, like, wherever it is, wherever it is, you know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but yeah. obviously you haven't seen Omaha, Nebraska, and Evan Painter's local rink where he uh, – It's gorgeous. Cuts the ice. <laughs> isn't, the Baxter, isn't the Baxter Center nasty? <laughs> Baxter Arena. Oh, man. Um, so Yanev, obviously uh, we got to talk a little bit about the, 
the national championship and you guys having a run. I did have a question where, well, I got a few, but was there any moment or anything that kind of happened or a significant thing, whatever that happened that helped give you guys like a shot in the arm as you were going down the stretch, something that like, you know, pumps everybody up or, you know, throws a little bit of life in the room. Uh, I mean, probably, I feel like for a lot of the guys, like, I feel like a lot of people in the league like to not expect us to kind of, you know, win it. So I feel like the guys always use that as motivation as much as like we all believed we could win and we all knew we could. And that was our goal. I feel like uh, some of the guys who like listen to some of the talk, I guess, outside the league and stuff like that kind of just like realize, okay, like guys don't think we could do this. So like guys don't respect us, you know? So I guess they kind of motivate the guys or like, you know, like, Hey, like, you know, like (laughs) we could win this, you know? So like, doesn't really matter what anyone says. So they kind of use that as fuel to kind of keep themselves going, I guess, for some of them. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, not that it isn't the case, but uh, it gives you an underdog feeling. Right. And I think in terms of hot well, sports in general, being the underdog is always fun. You know, being the, uh, the surprising guy in the corner, the surprising team that kind of comes out and takes control. Of everything is really cool. But I think the hard part is where you guys come from in the ECAC. Like, I mean, I guess I can't say that though, because in the last few years that that tales kind of changed. Like Cornell was really hot. I think was that the COVID year or the year after Cornell year before, went. Like, what was that year before? Year before they were yeah. nasty. Yeah, because Elijah was, was there hit, and they had a deep push. Was, yeah. Um, but like I think I a lot of teams or a lot of divisions or conferences like uh, Big Ten, NCHC, you they look at ECAs and just. You can kind of think, oh, like it can't be that good. You know what I mean? So it definitely you it puts the, you in a spot. They were they were the Big Ten killers. <laughs> they were the Big Ten killers, man. I I, sh- I shed some tears when you guys when you guys beat uh, Ohio State personally, but uh, seeing you guys beat Michigan, you know that 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 changed my that changed my demeanor a little bit. I was happy after that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it. Um. Who was, uh, everyone talks about who played well and who scored the goal and things like that, but who is one of your unsung heroes from the team this season? Uh, or even maybe just specifically the playoff run that you think deserves credit that might not have been talked about too much? Honestly, I think everyone, everyone was just like, like the way our team plays, like everyone just competes so hard, you know? Uh, like, like, like literally everyone, I feel like all the guys from like, whether you played a lot of minutes, whether you scored goals or didn't, I feel like everyone does such a great job. So it's hard to give it one guy, but obviously, like, shout out our captain, you know, Zach Metza, like, absolute stud. And this, like, always just, like, dialed in, locked in every single day throughout the whole season, you know. And uh, obviously, the guy who scored the game winning goal, uh, Quillen, you know, obviously uh, had a great weekend himself, too. And he has been great for us the whole year. So, uh, I mean, like really everyone was unbelievable. So I can't really pinpoint one guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy? I think he was, Fr- I think he was uh, from Quebec or he was French Canadian too. The the kid that had that like highlight real goal against OSU. The one where, the one where like no one knew if it went in for like two minutes and then the play finally stopped and they went back and you know which goal I'm talking about, right? Yeah. That's uh, Christophe Tellier. Uh, yeah, it's pretty skilled goal. It's pretty sick, you know. Uh, I remember watching him. That kid was a little. I mean, he was just all over the place. He runs around, man. He's a good little player. 
Yeah, no, he's he's a great player. He's always been a great player throughout junior and then college as well. You know, I'm I'm sure he'll have another unbelievable year next year also. But yeah, that goal was definitely crazy. I uh I mean he knew right away he kind of went in, but like uh for everyone else. got a good chunk of it though, man. Oh no, that like hats off like going like what a save that was. Like honestly, like 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 that was unbelievable compete and like just to make that save even, but like that was crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. I, I remember I was sitting uh sitting up at my family's place and we were watching it and I was like, holy shit, what is going on out here? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy for sure. Moiser just did that whole thing to try to pump OSU's tires somehow. In oh, there. Hey, that hey, whole listen, comment. <laughs> listen, listen, oh, hey, Kyle, you'll never understand it. You'll just, you'll just yeah. never get it. I won't. You know, college guy through and through. It's it's e- it's easy to take it's easy to take some pride in the in the in the scarlet and gray. It's tough to take some pride in the in the Grand Valley, whatever <laughs> university. Um, I wanted to ask though, like that that OT winner. All the broadcasters were were saying that it was like a play that was already kind of pre planned or like practiced before. Is that true? Like you guys kind of had that in the in the back pocket, just ready to go. Yeah, it's a face-off play that we've practiced a uh, bunch of times in practice, and like sometimes in games we, we we run it. First time we scored, but like we've actually had some good looks off it. I remember one time when we were on the road in St. Lawrence, like right off the opening face-off, we came in and got a great look off it. So it's like it definitely creates chances, and you know uh, it was uh, the game-winning goal, so it was pretty sweet. You know, I think other boys are freaking out like off off that face-off play. We're all like, oh my god, no way! But yeah, uh, it was pretty sweet. Now, my question is, like, from a coaching standpoint, who, I guess, the video guy that didn't know that that's aware, like, they, your video coach has to know that's coming, right? No? Nobody else? I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure if you saw it coming. I, I really don't no, know. No, not from you, Yana, but, like, from the other team, you kind of have Michigan. to do a deep dig scouting report, right? Oh, so, like, yeah. if that's been used a couple times against St., you know, SLU and other teams, I'm sure like your your video guys got to kind of know it's coming, and obviously they didn't. And just bing bang, boom, guy walks in the back and just snap her home. What was it? It's ten seconds in, right? Yeah, yeah, ten seconds into the period. I guess. I guess with that being said, I'm kind of curious. What was uh, going into OT? What was your mindset like, if you can remember, or were you just kind of uh, same old, same old? It's just another period. Yeah, kind of more just like same old, same old. Like it was just like, uh, okay, you know, like we're going to overtime, right? You know, let's just go. I guess like there's not much more than that. I think, you know. Do I look? Do I look nervous, Everett? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I was just like in the room, you know, just trying to hydrate, uh, just breathe, and just you know, just chill, you know. And everything is all the preparation is already done, so it's not much. Just stress about, you know. Uh, I was just like, hey, whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm just gonna go out there and 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 do everything I can. And you know, uh, it was it was a quick one, so it was easy. But <laughs> you know, but it was yeah. I don't know. It was just fun. It was just, it's fun, right? That's that's what the reason why you play hockey. Those big games and stuff like that. And it was it was just so happy we ended up on top. No, that's great. Uh, one thing I love to see was uh, party in the USA was the song, eh? I honestly have no clue. I I really don't know. Oh, you just after that that was over. You just blacked out when you went in the room. Out. 
Oh, do you mean like the the song on the ice or in the room? Or? No, in the room. I I honestly have no clue. I actually I I know we have one of our win songs, but anything else that came after that, I really don't know. He <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just locked in. I mean, there is the picture Yanov, and he's like in the locker room when you have the trophy and all the guys are sitting next to you and you're just staring at it. it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I was just kind of like. I don't know. I just feel so surreal. Like it was kind of crazy, you know? No, that's, it's unbelievable. Um, I did want to talk about, uh, Bubba who I worked with back when he was with Tampa. Unbelievable guy. He was an assistant there for 14 years in the league. Uh, obviously having a guy like that is uh pretty special, but I know Bubba has a very, he's a fun personality to have in like your room. Right. And as an equipment guy, cause like, they can kind of come in and, you know, help with the vibes and joke around and keep guys light spirited. Do you have any stories about Bubs? Uh, I don't know if I have any crazy ones, but, uh, like, no, it was just always good vibes. I was, I think it was more me trying to pick his brain a little bit of what, like some of the pro guys do that he's met, but, uh, I don't know. It was all, all a like, good vibes. All just pretty chill. You know, everyone just gets to, their stuff done, you know, you just talking, you know, Hey, you know, I don't know. It was pretty, pretty chill all around. So it's good. I actually think it would be, was me more picking his brain. If anything, did he give you any gems about like what guys are doing or anything like that, that you liked? I mean, I tried to ask him about the goal list, but he didn't really know everything about like, uh, some of the stuff they, they do in specifics, but, uh, yeah, no, but like I tried, I tried to get some stuff out, I guess. Sometimes some stuff Vasilevsky does behind the scenes or something like that. I don't know, but like, sure. uh, no, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I got too much info, I guess. Well, now if you ever need an insider, you got Kyle. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Kyle, you, the next gate you go to just film, film everything Vassy does and we'll send oh, yeah. it to Yanif. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, maybe we'll get a trade coming in here. I, from what I've heard, we need, uh, we need some youth coming into the the backup position. So, crazier things have happened. Um, I'll just start just start whispering in. I, did you guys see that guy in the Frozen Four? Like, be be pretty solid down here. You know, played he played some good games already in in Amelie, So, um, Noah Altman. We already had a giggle about that. You got any? You want to bury Noah at all? You got any funny stories about Noah? Uh, I mean, I I can't think of one, but like honestly, like like Noah Allman is like one of like my really good friends. Like, like he he he's awesome. Like like honestly, like I can't say enough about that guy. I I hope next year, you know, he gets an opportunity. It'll be great to see him. I think he would do great. Uh, he works super hard. Like just like a really good kid, always smile on his face, and like I love the guy so much. So like I can't. In terms of one story, like I'm not sure. Like, I, like I'm sure if I was talking to him, like catch up and maybe think of one. But like off the top of my head, like I don't really know. All right, well that's tough though because he gave me two pretty good ones. It sounds like um, he wanted <laughs> maybe, me to ask... maybe after you hear these, you'll you'll yeah. bury <laughs> him a little bit, <laughs> jog your memory. Uh, yeah, he wanted me to ask you why you were brushing your teeth with itch cream. Oh, that's not funny. I don't think that's a real. Oh, oh, my... okay. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. This is true. Okay, this is true. Okay, so this is actually a really funny story. So, so we're at one of our uh, 
I thought that was just like a joke, like taking someone up like that. You don't want to fire a turf on the ice, something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. more like some someone with a hot mic. I was like, okay, like that's I, if that, that's what he was doing. Like, okay, like that's not gonna work. But this is actually uh, a true story. It was an accident. So, uh, so we're at one of our teammates' house, and we're we're about to go out, and so I just go up to the bathroom and like, hey, like there's toothbrush, like not not toothbrush. You know, sometimes like you know, like you're on the road, you use your finger to brush your teeth, like. Put a little like toothpaste on whatever and uh he's got like uh the tubes of toothpaste and they're both white and and i and i saw it there but like they're both shaped the exact same way you know what i mean so like so like, i saw it there and i went i was like okay perfect i'll just grab this like i grabbed it put my finger like put a little water like started like that and i was like this doesn't taste like mint and i was like wait what the hell's going on and i was like look at the thing i was like oh my god so i was like rinse my mouth spit it out and i was like Man, like, well, like, I cannot believe, like, I cannot believe I just did that. And I obviously I grabbed like the, the toothpaste one that was right next to it, and I did it. But like, it sounds crazy. But like, if you weren't, if we weren't playing complete attention, I feel like it could happen to anyone because they were literally shaped in the exact same way and I same <laughs> color. And I and I guess I fell for the trap. But <laughs> um, I feel like Noah might have set you up because obviously he found an itch cream and a toothpaste that look exactly alike. So I think he just he tried to pull a sewer on you. So. He's a scum, <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> um, now, the next thing that he gave me was, and this could be totally a rumor, but uh, he heard that your freshman year, you were a big chips and guac guy. And uh, he said one of the very first parties somebody threw, you ended up showing up with chips and guac to bring for what might have been the party. And what Noah was told is you just kind of, kept the guac in your hand in the jar and you're just having at it by yourself is there any t- truth to that tale <laughs> well i i did bring chips and guac to a party at one time uh it, it, it's actually like a weirder story because uh because it was like a jewish holiday and like i could only have a certain like kind of like uh like chips so i had this one and like i'm not a big like plain chip guy like thing so i just got like a dip i don't you know gotta have a dip with it come on now so, so I just just got that like I don't know I just seeding chips with guac at the at the party I don't know I didn't, I didn't really I didn't really see it as a big deal but some of the boys thought it was funny but that's pretty much all there is to that I just I literally just couldn't have any flavored chips so I was like hey like I'll just uh just get a little jar of guac here at the gas station and just I don't know I just didn't think it was a big deal I don't know I I don't, I don't really get embarrassed too easily I guess but uh like i just brought it like that i don't think it was anything crazy but the boys thought it was funny and thought i'd make a joke of it later but that's pretty much it i mean that's an elite play like <laughs> let's just call a spade a spade here that is just elite bring a bag and a thing of guac and you're set like that's that might be the new move <laughs> i mean i mean yeah i mean maybe maybe but like did i do it again no like i didn't do it again but like <laughs> i think that I, I think that's the rookie mistake there <laughs> I feel like I feel like once was like maybe a good time to do it. The second time, make it a habit. But the like the rookie mistake was maybe not doing it again. Like make it a tradition at this point. Maybe, maybe we'll we'll, we'll see moving forward. Maybe I'll bring it back to give the guys a good laugh or something. Yeah, you got to be the chips and guac guy now. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Yanov, you brought up that it was a Jewish holiday, and I actually. Obviously, your name is not too common, kind of like uh, 
you know, Smith or anything like that. So I Googled what Yanov meant and uh, it's a boy's name of Hebrew origin. Yanov means he will, who will flour- flourish, excuse me, he who will flourish and produce, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, it's not something we really talk about, but the one thing I know, I, I don't know what I saw last year, but more, there's more and more athletes joining the NHL that are, uh, practicing or they're jewish um so i thought that was pretty cool like you during the ranks and i i guess a couple surprises where i think it's jack and quinn hughes no one really talks about they're jewish or so it said on this report so i thought that was pretty cool um now does your faith play a lot into like your game and stuff like that uh no not really i just try to keep like uh tradition Mm -hmm. you know uh try to you know keep the keep the holiday as much as possible like just do stuff like that you know what i mean i just like uh obviously when you're home it's a lot easier to do it but like when i'm on the road and stuff like that like i like i just try to do like uh whatever i can you know what i mean like it's not yeah. I'm, I'm not i just try to keep tradition as much as i can and like just do the best i can so like a position like that where i can't have like a different kind of chip but i'll just like take it because you know what i mean i'll just like if it's the holiday i'll, I'll follow it like like just like little stuff like that if i if i can do it i will you know and uh if i can't it's not the end of the world you know just try to do the best i can for sure and i think i think that's where things are at kind of uh in today's aspect like a little things are a little bit more modern and with you being a an athlete and as busy and you know regiment focused as you are it's kind of hard but when you can fit it in and you can get it in there i think it's good um but i think in terms of like representation it's pretty cool just because I didn't realize that there were so few. Um, I think it went back to when I forgot who was talking about it, but there was a story on the NHL. So I think it's pretty cool that another pro athlete that's of Jewish faith is, is, uh, you know, um, burning it up. I think it's neat. But uh, what else did I have here? Oh, so the Instagram, I got to get into it. Do you, are you a once a year guy? You obviously probably delete it and then re you know, download the app when you got to make a post, eh? Because you're never on there. Yeah, I, I like to stay off uh, Instagram and that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I usually do like throughout the season and kind of stay away from it. But uh, but but I, but I was planning that post if we want, like like that was the go to caption for that. That was like <laughs> like I didn't really tell any, any of the boys like for a long time. I think like like li- like literally for my first you're there and when i was like okay if we win it all like i'm gonna post this and i'll i'll give it this caption i don't know why i don't know why like that i just like i think i saw it somewhere and i was just like i, I think i'll do it like this and like obviously the, the, the first year you know we didn't we didn't win and i was like okay you know like i'm, I'm not posting until we win it next year you know and then then we kind of did and i was like yes like this is great you know i'm not telling any of the boys i don't want anyone to steal the caption but i was just like <laughs> you know what? like i said to stay off the grid like, well, I stay off the grid regardless, you know what I mean? I don't like to be on Instagram. I don't like, like listening to any, like the outside noise or just all that kind of stuff. But I was like, I was like, if I get on, this is what I'm posting. This is the caption. And I was like, kind of stayed to it. Kind of funny that it worked out, but, but it was kind of sweet. Well, it's unbelievable too. It's a year apart. Cause like on, if you go to his Instagram, Yanif.Peretz, 59 weeks ago, it said till next year, it's a picture of him skating out of the crease. And the next photo was sorry i'm late complicated business <laughs> so business i love it so that's pretty sick 
Um, but yeah, I did read an interview where you said you kind of like block out the noise and you keep things out. And I think that's more of a common thing where a lot of people are on social media and it's a good way to talk, communicate, communicate, get info. But I think for some athletes, they've also just decided, Hey, I don't need to be a part of this. Like Alex line was one. He doesn't have, he used to have Twitter. I think back when he said when he was at Yale or something like that, but then he would go after games and check Twitter and like, just search your name, Alex Lyon. And then you see like, you know, some fan or some reporter from like a small little sports agency that has like two writers on it say, oh, like you're garbage. You know, Yana Brad's played so bad, blah, blah. And not that their opinion matters anymore, but once you hear it, read it or think it like it kind of sets in. Right. So it's just one more way to block out noise, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I like to leave my Twitter too. And I don't know. I just like, I realize I, I like it more like uh, just all that stuff. I just don't check stats or don't do any of that kind of stuff like that. Like I'm just big on that. I, and I kind of like liked it and kind of just stuck with it. I, I just think it's kind of better kind of stay, stay true to your, the things you want to do. And, you know, and then like, even if you do see something like it doesn't really matter, you know, at the end of the day, like uh, just being like mentally strong and like, whatever people say and stuff like that, like, Hey, like doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Like it's really okay. So, uh, so like, you know, if it comes at me, it comes at me. If it, if I, if I stay off it, I stay off it. Like, it's all right. So whatever it is, it's okay. Now I do have to ask, I'm sure you probably did stay in touch with the fact that you got posted on the Quinnipiac baddies Instagram post and you crushed pretty hard there. So I just want to give you a stick tap for that. That was pretty sick. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's that the one. one you did. You, you saw that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, so man. funny. It's so uh, funny. I saw. Do you you train with Devin Levi back home? Yeah, I do a little bit. Yeah, I saw one of his comments was "Don't mess with the Zohan," and then I kept seeing Zohan comments in one of your posts. And I was like, "Oh, this is pretty fitting. He does have that Zohan vibe to him, eh?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just was a really good good. Uh, in movie growing up and i just like love hummus <laughs> just like dohan so i think like, kind of went like that so so it's kind of funny but uh yeah i just remember even like my younger brother like loves the movie i think there was a a segment of like two weeks in the house that the movie would just be on on repeat and like like literally all the time so like so i, I don't know i just kind of know the movie off pretty well and i guess everyone just kind of said i think it was actually one of my coaches back in peewee I started calling me like Zohan like that. And I think that's where some of the guys got it. So yeah, he just, he, I, yeah, I know it was him. Yeah. It was in Peewee. I uh, started getting that uh, Zohan nickname type of thing. And for the guys that know me like well, when I was younger would call me that. Please tell me there's fizzy bubbly in the, in the Gato bottle. There's gotta be. <laughs> no, 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 there, there's not, but I could test it out. Maybe sometime we'll see. Maybe when you're running three on three and you're skating out, you can mix it in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe maybe that would be a good time um oh i something else i wanted to well before we move on what's up with the mason cotier mason, I'm oh, butchering that in hall yeah yeah no it's, it's all right uh no so it's just a clothing company that my two older brothers uh run so uh pump it up you gotta plug them yeah, yeah just give them a little shout out you know like i wear all this stuff so it's uh i mean i i, I like it it's like I like it, but uh, just have it in my bio, and that's pretty much it with that. Just try to support the boys. It's pretty sick. Give me like, give me like a thirty-second elevator pitch of like yeah. 
<laughs> who these guys are. Like, let's hear it. <laughs> I mean, just my two older brothers, you know, uh, they're just big into design and like streetwear type of thing. Uh, and they started a clothing company together and, and that's, and that's pretty much it. They're like, uh, they're doing pretty well, just selling clothes and they like, they're just like, they like designing clothes and doing stuff like that. I, it's a pretty bad pitch, but it's like pretty much <laughs> like it's just what I, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a, like, you know, oh, all of a sudden, like this day now, they had a crazy idea, but I don't know. Like, I, I honestly haven't, I don't think I've asked them like when the, where the inspiration came from, but I think there's both into that kind of stuff and it's like, hey, let's do it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, I guess I got to ask then, when are they going to use you as a model for one of these posts? Because I think you'd look pretty sick in some of these uh, these threads here. <laughs> oh, uh, trust me, I used to ask him all the time as a joke. And he's just like, oh, like, no, like, you know what I mean? He kind of like, kind of ignore the fact that I was asking him, you know, you just be like, oh, yeah, you know, like pretty much it. Like, just be kind of quick with it. Be like, yeah, I don't know if you're like the fit or, you know, like, I was like, hey, like, <laughs> it's fine. Like, it's still... Like I'll still put you in my bio. Like it's okay. Like no hard feelings there. But you don't have a sales code. Like swipe up for Yanev twenty percent off. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I give all like my uh, some of my teammates like if they want a discount code stuff like that for sure. But like uh, no, I, I guess I don't have one. I guess you, I don't have. You one. gotta get a. You got see. So you gotta get a cut of the business. This is where we got to start. Yeah, Zohan twenty, <laughs> yeah, Zohan 20. for twenty percent, <laughs> and then you get I, cuts I mean, back on those. Let's go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's from my brother, so it's like it's okay. <laughs> no, that's cool. Hey, you gotta pitch him. You gotta pitch him the hummus advertisement where you're wearing this stuff and you're like eating your hummus on the side. <laughs> get a double discount code and just absolutely bump that up. <laughs> we'll see maybe one day maybe one day who knows how it goes no that's pretty cool though i mean the everything they have on there is pretty sweet i think it's a little bit outside of my reach i feel like kyle would be pretty look pretty cool in this and stylish he's always on the look at painter right now painter was just oh, saying yeah, sorry he's into it so <laughs> double golf i think i feel like we're a few yeah, years painter, behind painter, with that, but painter's been in, in, in la for three days and he already <laughs> looks like that big influencer guy Gotta get in on the. Gotta get on 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 that new brand painter. You gotta be rocking it next pod. Uh yeah, I get know. the aloe hat with the uh the two circles and the stick. That's sweet. I keep seeing Instagram like yeah. yoga influencer models wearing those. Like, as much as I want to hate on okay. it, it's it's some unreal clothing. So. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it feels great, but the logo's like it's, yeah, it's kind of like hey, if you if you pick the ve8 logo, you kind of th- say hey, what did, what are we thinking here? <laughs> So, you know, hey, so. let's not to mention you got to take a bank loan out just to buy a piece of clothing. <laughs> yeah, but that's the exclusivity. That's what's cool. That's while we're, while we're on the, the, the topic of, of design and stuff, are you or is Chrome your new look? Is that going to make an appearance on the uh, the first pro mask? Uh, you see, I don't even know what I feel like I'd love to keep it. I don't know. I, I just. It's flashy. I, I think it's pretty sweet. I mean, I, I'll honestly see. I don't really Ooh. know yet, but uh, the chrome is definitely pretty sweet. I, like everyone wanted to get me with that chrome cage to put on, but I think it looks better with the white cage personally. Yeah. Oh, that is sick. Yeah, I never even noticed that. Of course, Kyle keys in on the mask. Yeah, that was a sick bucket for sure. <laughs> Unreal. Um, you guys got anything else? Yana, I got questions for you, brother. I need to know. Okay, there's always one. 
I need to know who the glue guy is. Who was the glue guy in the dressing room that kept the boys just up and at it? I mean, I don't, I don't really know. There's actually like, yeah, there's dude, there's always one. Stop. Who were the two one. guys in that video after doing that? Those crazy dances. They had to be. Oh, well, those, that's, uh, that's Zach Metza and like, uh, uh and ethan dijon there's like two veteran guys but you know what i'll say the glue guy is jacob nordquist that's the one married guy on the team so you know what the boys all rally behind that guy so. <laughs> yeah so you know what glue guy nordy i'll, I'll give it to nordy love it hey do, do you ever watch like your games back after you're done like playing them do you ever watch them back yourself and like critique yourself or like listen to like what commentary and stuff saying uh I mean, I like to watch my game after. I usually don't do the the night of. I usually wait till next morning because it's like usually if you play back to back, you want to have a good sleep. So I don't like to like to wind myself down before and just have a kind of clear mind before I kind of watch video. So I do the next day. Uh, in terms of critique, like no, like usually when they get the games back, there's no volume on it, so I don't kind of hear what the commentators, I guess, say. But uh, I mean, I listen, to, I listen to any critique, right, from any of the goalie coaches, stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, or else, yeah, I'm a big video guy. Like I like watching video, get to know, you know, some things to improve on, or you know, some areas that that were improved on. So, I guess there's so much to learn. Yeah, like uh, I watched that game back. Um, they had it on, I guess, NCAA championships or something like that. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they weren't light on the commentary on how you guys came out in the first period in that championship game. So, I'm curious, was there anything? either player or coach related that was said in the locker room in between first and second, that kind of boosted the boys up. I don't remember any specifics, but like, uh, I think it was just like, just, just like, just like getting the guys back to our game. Like, I don't, to be honest with you, like, I don't think anyone was stressed out. Like, like, like really, like there was no panic in the room. Like, hmm. like we knew that like we were like literally fine. Like, like just the calm in the room, all the boys were just like talking, you know, just like chill. It, it really wasn't like I can't tell the boys in the room like we're panicking and stuff like that. It was like really like really chill. Like everyone's like, okay, boys, let's get back to just doing our thing. And coach comes in and just like, hey, like we know what we gotta do, you know, what we could play. And like, I guess that type of thing. There was no really like zero zero panic. Like it was just like the boys were all like dialed in. The boys all knew that we had more, and and we obviously brought that later on in the game. I like it. The chill vibes. I mean, that's yeah. what wins Natty Champs. Just I was gonna be chill. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys yeah. ever have do you guys ever have a moment like during the game where you like felt like there was blood in the water type of deal? Like was that did you ever felt that way or did the team have that moment or like there was blood in the water? Yeah, I like you guys like just a little like, bit of panic. Like like Oh. Uh I mean, honestly, like, I don't really know. I guess I'm, as a goalie, you're kind of like on your own little island, I guess. But, uh, like, I honestly don't think so. I mean, I didn't really have any kind of, like, panic to it. I just, like, knew that we'd, we'd be fine, I guess. Kind of like, you know, like, whatever kind of happens, happens. But, I mean, behind the bench, I feel like the boys were fine. I feel, I feel like I feel like literally the boys are actually, like, like really, really good. Like, everyone just has confidence in us, and we all know that, like, we could do like, what we could do when we play our game. And, so, like, I don't think there was any kind of stress at all. Everything's calm and chill, baby. <laughs> just got to take care of business. That's all.
Yeah, exactly. You know, just like everyone just do your job and, you know, just stick to the game plan and everything will be okay, I guess. For sure. Connor, you got anything else? That's it for me, brother. Uh, Moise, you have some stuff in here that I don't think I could pronounce. Did you put all this? Did you want to ask about it? Well, I did. I just I just saw the uh, the couple years in Brockville on his uh, on his page, and I was just curious if he had any any uh, good stories from across uh, across the border and Hull at you know Lac Lemi or Maison or Mardi Gras or anything like that. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, no, not really. I mean, uh, just uh, just went to high school there, just played in Brockville. Uh, I love the all you can eat sushi place there. I'll say that for sure. I like that spot. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I just uh, I actually liked it a lot there. You know, going to high school there was fun and had a good group of guys, honestly. And uh, yeah, no, it was actually a really good time. I actually liked it in Rockwell. That was a pretty. Uh, you guys had a pretty good year that year, wasn't that the year like you had Crotty and I think wasn't Renda still on that team? Some of those guys like that. Yeah, we had uh, Renda. I think was there for a little bit, but uh, yeah, Karate was there. We had a good team, but we I think we got we eliminated the first round of the playoffs to Ottawa, and I think oh, Ottawa they're won. always loaded. I think Ottawa won the whole thing. I don't know if it was Carlton place. I'm not sure, but uh, it was a first round exit. But I think we actually had, we had definitely a pretty good team. Yeah, oh, I love the league. Yeah, what happened to the team that used to be the Kanata Lasers? That fucking dump. <laughs> did you fold that team too <laughs> yeah i did that that was on me sorry guys oh i shut him down anywhere i go i just always has down. The, t- the touch of death man <laughs> oh man um i did want to ask here yeah i've obviously you know from the canadian guys that we get to interview us being in the states we get a little bit of, well in michigan we get a little bit of both we have a lot of kids that obviously want to go ncaa d1 but we have you know, kids know about Windsor, SAG, Flint in the OHL, right? Uh, I'd assume it goes for the same in the queue. You know, uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League is massive playing in the CHL. With you being from, you know, uh, a stone's throw away from Montreal, was the queue ever an option? Uh, and if, if or if not, what took you the other route of trying to look at NCAA? Or was that a decision or were you kind of just going through your path uh i was definitely into like going to college i like where i play like in, in lac san louis like for the lines they kind of show you both routes like they actually give you like kind of access to really both you know they kind of show you the advantages of both i mean like because so many lac san louis alumni played college and played in the queue you know like uh michael matheson went to college you know and then there's others like uh jonathan Drouin, like uh like duclair you know who went to to the queue or like Alex Kalorn went to Harvard. So like there's tons of like mm-hmm. tons and tons and tons of alum that did both. So like you always know growing up that like, Hey, like there's actually like a possibility to go play in the States. But I mean, like it was always just more of an option for me. Like I didn't even get drafted in the Quebec league draft. So uh, like it wasn't like anything like that. So uh, for me, it was always just to go play college, but yeah, no, I, I didn't even get drafted. So it wasn't like, <laughs> wasn't even like much of a discussion, I guess. Like, like uh, I told most teams like I would go um, to university, but so like I, there wasn't much of a push, I guess. But <laughs> now I guess that brings up a question, and I don't want to hit a sore spot. But when the Q draft happened and your name didn't get called, was it discouraging at all, or was it kind of just okay? This is the way it is. I'm moving on. 
I mean, I'd be lying. I mean, like a 15 year old me probably was like, damn, like, you know, you just, you know, even if you said like, you wouldn't like really go like to get drafted it would still be nice. You know, all, all your buddies are getting drafted, stuff like that. But I, I mean, like it was, it was okay pretty quickly. I think after like, after it happened, like right, like maybe the next day or two, I was okay. You know, like just whether you get drafted or you don't, like you just got to get to work anyway. So it doesn't really matter. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, I always knew I wanted to go to college. So it didn't really like, uh, sting that deep i guess well and you won a natty champ and uh d1 and uh you signed a deal afterwards so things things seem to work out pretty well for you either way huh <laughs> i don't know i guess sometimes you know things happen for a reason i guess like different kind of paths but you know uh just uh gotta keep working hard and keep believing in yourself and pretty fortunate uh to have played for uh quinnipiac and that we won like that was just uh crazy experience for sure yeah and it's i mean i think it's cool too because for you forever etched in you know history in the walls of quinnipiac to bring home the first title is pretty freaking cool so um you guys got anything else we're good questions comments Um, concerns i guess i'll just ask real quick like you know was was quinnipiac kind of how did that recruitment process go and then like you know obviously it's a much smaller school than, and some of the other college typical college experiences you might get. So kind of what went into that process? Yeah. Well, I went in Pack was actually my only uh, scholarship offer. So like uh, I went to go visit over the summer and then beginning of the year there when I was playing for the junior Bruins, the junior Bruins have a kind of connection with Quinnipiac and the assistant coach would uh, come watch. And I guess uh, he'd come watch and then he just kind of, offered me he came to watch a game he was watching over throughout my first year there and second year there came to watch a game on like uh it was like a friday and just like said hey like we'll give you a call like on monday and you know and they offered you a scholarship and that that was really it like that was like my only scholarship offer and when i went to go visit the school i I loved it too and like i was like hey like great opportunity like i'll obviously take it but yeah it was my only offer and you know i'm very 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 thankful that i got that because like uh man like uh the school is amazing honestly i can't speak enough about Gwinnipiac. like everything like uh the program has done for me but continues to do for all their players like the kind of culture they have there and like from like all the players there's you know the kind of kids they recruit and like the 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 coaches you know the goalie coach justin eddy you know uh the strength coach for just uh patel you know just like everyone everyone there is just like so first class and like they like push the guys so hard like and like they really like want you to you know to be mature and come in and to kind of show you prepare you how to be ready for pro hockey and like i'm just like so thankful and honestly like just like so sad like super excited for the next chapter but like obviously closing that chapter and looking back at you know it's nothing but great memories but for sure like sad because i i really loved the small school i loved everything about it you know like like we had some of the best fans, you know, everyone would come out, like everyone like loved, uh, you know, like loved to support the hockey team. Like it was yeah. just like, it was just like all around just first class. Like honestly can't say enough about everyone there. And I feel like, uh, to really be like, if it's not already in the top list, uh, you know, top of the list for, for players around the country of the options to go there. Like it's really, it's really something else. Sick barn too. <laughs> like better than, a lot of other ones and so yeah i mean hopefully uh obviously winning puts you guys 
on the map and and gets you a lot of extra attention. So it'll be be fun to follow what they do with the program moving forward. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm sure nothing but great things because like, like I like I don't know, just like they're that program is used to winning, and I feel like it's a, probably like a pretty bad place to be when you're losing games, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but uh, no, it's awesome. I like they'll like like they'll be good for like for so long you know just because of their staff and their recruits and the way they kind of push for players to compete every single day like it's just a great culture there yeah for sure um i did want to wrap up with this i was kind of perusing and looking for jokes and things like that and uh on quinnipiac's website i don't know if you know this but it's something to brag about uh, the career outcomes for students, they're at a 97.9 success rate. So of students graduating from Quinnipiac with their degree, uh, they have a 97.9% success rate of people finding jobs. Uh, Yanov, do you think you fall into that now that you sign your deal? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess I did find a job. But I didn't have my degree yet, so I'll have to work with that. But I definitely got a job, you know. Uh <laughs> I think it counts, right? It counts. You got a job. You were yeah, going to yeah. be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I did have a job. That's funny. No, but congrats, man. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, you, you guys, good. Yanev, do you have any questions for us? No, I mean that was awesome. Obviously, like thanks, Noah Altman, for that. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> you can you can go bury Noah later. Um, <laughs> thanks for taking the time to uh, hang out with us. We're you know, like we said, we're excited to see what happens next for you. Uh, we're excited to have you a part of our team and everything like that. And uh, hopefully I'll see you at uh, some of these camps coming up. So yeah. I'll be the ones Go, going to Carolina. Going V10s? So I'll around. Are V10s getting cooked up or what's the move? Uh, well, I've had the same pads actually for like the longest time. Like I have like, like still like the, I think the V8 core of my pads. I'm like. Yeah, like I've had like the same kind of pads because you know usually in the summer like you don't have time to test out gear. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe now maybe I might have a bit more time, but like, like you don't always have time. So like, if you want to like put in the order, like you got to put it in like the beginning of the summer is to have it ready for like September. Yeah. So I never really had time to test out gears. So I've always been using the same one. I just like like it a lot. I usually have like the V8 core with like whatever at the front it is. Keep it basic. Um, actually, I got to air some stuff out, Yanov. I, I needed to ask. You got a new set of gear this year for this se- season, but Adam told me you flipped back to your your this stuff from the year before. What was the deal on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I just like like the other ones. Like the other ones were like obviously really broken in. Yeah, and like, so I'm pretty weird with breaking in gear. Like, I gotta get better at breaking in gear. Like sometimes, like I just want like my practices to be so dialed in, where it's just like, or like, I, like, I, like I just like you know, like that little process to break it in. Sometimes I don't always like it. I'm always like, hey, I just want to go, you know. Yeah. So like sometimes like that, like honestly, the best thing I should probably do is probably just like, like put my pads like far, far away, and like I have to wear the new ones, you know, to break <laughs> them in. But I had access to my other ones right there, and I just kept, I just kind of went back, and I just like like the way the other ones felt, like they just felt felt like so wrapped to my leg and like just felt super super nice but like they're definitely like worn in pretty well but like they held together really well i just like love them well that's hey man it got it done at the end of the day right (laughs) it did yeah but you you should ask for some tips from kyle because he seems to have a new set rolling around every six months so (laughs) this guy that guy knows how to break in gear apparently (laughs) 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to do that soft boot thing now. Yeah. That new soft boot trick that I stole from Savvy. That thing's unreal. Yeah. No, that's, that, that's what I changed. That's what I changed. I got like a, a softer pad. Before I had like the full, full on stiffed one. Yeah. Like super, super stiff. And I was like, man, like I kind of like it maybe a little softer now. So yeah. I had changed a little bit to have a bit softer. But I think that was literally it. I think like the reason why it felt so much better shaped was probably just because of the boot, the way the boot was just like softer. So it just felt like it was kind of nicer to my leg. I mean, I, I don't really know, but uh, maybe like the boot was the, probably the big difference there. Hey, whatever it takes to win it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Just pad, just pad wrap that set next year. <laughs> <laughs> Do it all oh white and red, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Alrighty, Yanev, uh, thank you again. Like I said, I'll be seeing you soon this summer. And if you need anything, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to any of us and uh, we'll get you hooked up. Okay, bud? Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. It was uh, fun uh, catching up and chatting with you guys. Thanks. We'll see ya. Ciao.